Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real-life lessons and people doing cool shit. What is up, Humphrey? Happy, happy Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations and another week nearly winter. Not a vibe. It's getting cold. Mate, I'm loving it. I love winter fashion. Nah, not a fan. I just hate like overdressing, getting sweaty. And who who's going to put their hand up and say they stuffed up and didn't um, organise someone to be on the podcast this week? No, no one stuffed up. It was just no one was available. Oh. You were supposed to message someone. <laughs> and then I messaged someone, letting it back. Anyway, whatever. But today we have a Mother's Day episode for you because Mother's Day is this Sunday. We have a very cute Tallyloo campaign coming out this week. Oh, actually, I think we're dropping it Wednesday's the first little drip drip. So, so that's today. Yeah. I yeah, love that. Um, Sign up so- to the EDM. You'll get a little bit more information. So we just wanted to talk about a few things that we've learned from our mums growing up, some things that we would like to implement into our life when we're a mum, if yeah. we're a mum, when we're a mum, when that happens. Um, and, yeah, just speak give credit to not only our mothers but credit to every single mother out there and especially who is listening today yes you are phenomenal and don't know how um, you do it yeah literally don't know how you do it but well done and between us talking about our mums one of us may or may not have drugged our mums yes (laughs) anyway if you want to listen to the episode keep listening and we'll see you guys next week and if you don't can you still please like five star and drop us some love (laughs) please thanks bye just skip to the end and then do it yeah bye (laughs) hi sarah hello telly louise another episode we're recording and it's a bit funny because it's mother's day this sunday we release on a wednesday so Mm -hmm. mother's day is on sunday just a friendly reminder for everyone put that in your phone but we were supposed to have a mum on and we'd organized a mother had we well we kind of had it was like in pencil so it was <laughs> so <yeah>. ne- <laughs> now they're stuck with us yeah one single girl one I don't know what and two childless people talking about Mother's Love Day this. no and we wanted to just have a little chat um just about Mother's Day and just some fun stuff but before we actually get into the podcast tell me what's been happening any specific area of my life? I don't life. know, just ask me okay. in general. Um, I tried watching that Seaspiracy last night. Oh, I tried to watch that with Effie like a couple of weeks ago. I didn't write it. I fell asleep. Yeah. I fell asleep and I was like, I don't know, I had some friends tell me about it and they're like, oh, I'm not eating seafood anymore. And I'm like, yeah. I'm still eating seafood. I I just actually had tuna as a part mm. of my f- dinner and I was like mm. what did they say about the tuna I literally didn't watch much I of actually it. tuned out yeah, like I was I, just like I don't I don't think I want to watch this yeah I mean I'm not a massive I do like documentaries mm. and I've watched a few of those um 
What was that hard? Um, the you meat. you watched like the cowspiracy or whatever that nah, one. Oh yeah, I did too. And then I was off meat for a yeah. little bit, but um, like I did find it interesting and it's scary what happened. You know, global warming and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I'm just like I really like seafood, so I kind of just don't want to watch it. I know. Like you just asked me for a life update. My brother asked me the same thing before. He's like, "How are you? What have you been up to?" And I was like. I don't think I've actually been up to much. Yeah. I've been like this week's been a solid week with work. Um, I haven't, I literally work out, hang out with my girlfriends, and Mm. that's it. It's like true. I went to Sydney last weekend. um, How was that? That was good. Um, I'm still not convinced about Sydney. Like, I love, like, don't love going. Shouldn't say that. I like Sydney, but I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, right. Not a massive fan of Sydney. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend's obviously, he's moving to another area, which I think once he moves there, I feel like I might like it a little bit better. It's like really cute. But I don't know, not a fan. Right. Take Melbourne any day. Yeah. I don't know, just the culture, the food, everything like that. Just, yeah. So nothing. no other news, nothing, you haven't been watching anything? What have I been watching? I'm still watching Younger. I don't know about this season in Younger. Is it the last season? Do you know what? I think it is, but I it's like background noise for me. I watch it, but I don't watch oh, it. I try to watch it and it's just annoying me because I'm finding, um, oh my God, what's her written name? Um, the main character. Hilary Duff. No, the other one. The old lady pretending to be young. Yeah, what's her name? Don't know. I've had mine back. She's really pissing me off in this season. I don't know why. Yeah. So I'm just, oh, I can't get into it. But other than that, not really. Um haven't I'm actually struggling so if anyone has any suggestions of shows to watch I'd love that because I'm struggling I'm watching Real Housewives of Atlanta I've said that before mm-hmm. but that's to the reunion so that means that's going to stop soon um Summer House still watching that hasn't finished yet but not really is there anything happening in the celebrity world Oh, well, I did see that Tristan apparently has cheated on Chloe again. Did oh, you see shut that? up. No. Yeah, so apparently it was on Daily Mail yesterday and this girl named Sydney, I think it was like a model or something from LA, did a podcast with someone else and, um, yeah, dropped the bomb that she'd been hooking up with him since January and he said he was single. So it's all a bit weird, but when I listened to the podcast, she sounded pretty drunk or high. So... I don't know. I don't know if you – I feel like girls like that, and especially in LA, they just do this shit to get attention. It might be true. Who knows? Once a cheater, always a cheater though. So – Is that what you think? 100%. Really? Okay. Snakes. That's what it is. I'm going to empathise with Tristan in this situation just because what I see on Keeping Up with the Kardashians is like he's making a real effort with Chloe. Yeah, he and is. And it seems like, it yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, that was recorded like June last year. So who the fuck knows what's happened since then. But apparently that's word on the street. Mm. I'm a massive fan of Chloe and I feel like if it's true, I feel really sorry for her. You're all over Daily Mail stuff or what else is happening? Yeah, I am. I know what you're watching, actually. You told me this morning, Big Brother. Oh, yes. I'm liking Big Brother. I don't know why. I've got this thing. So, Maths obviously finished. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Big Brother. Um, Maths finished and then Big Brother's on. And I'm finding it really, like, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, right. So, one of my friends that I know, Katie Williams, is on it. And she's like good like she's a bit of a shit stirrer so it's it's entertaining and she's playing the game and she's an ex-athlete so she's super fit in all the challenges and a lot of people don't like that because she's a threat but then I feel like if I was on big brother I would keep the threat because you want them on your side 
That's uh, what I've learned from watching this series. I never thought that until I watched this series and one of the guys said that and I was like, fuck, it's true. You would want to finish the game with like the number one threat and have them on your side, then vote them off. But wouldn't you want them not on the show? No, because the threats, they're really like influential. So they influence a lot of the other people to go on their side. You're so right. Because obviously in Big Brother, you want as many people on your side so they don't vote you out. So you gang up on other people and then vote them out and then you're le- – you're, so I'm like – Mate, how toxic is that behaviour when you explain it but, like that? Yeah, but it's toxic. But, mate, you're on a show for 250K or whatever it is. You're playing a game. So it's not – it is toxic but it's not. Right. You have to be smart. Like I just always thought Big Brother was just people – I don't know if I've told you this. Did you apply for Big Brother? Fuck no. But – um. Someone in my life, he's applied for a show and I'm pretty sure he's in. Shut up. (laughs) Wait, for Big Brother? (laughs) No, not for Big Brother, for another reality show. Oh, reality shows, not a vibe. Yeah. Wait, like a dating one? Yeah. Oh, no, I would never do a dating one. My mum always says, oh, you should go on marriage. um, not married first. I'd never go on that one, but like the bachelorette or whatever. I'm like, how to the fucking no. If you were the bachelorette though, you would. Mate, okay, but if I was the bachelorette, maybe. Yeah. But I wouldn't be all those girls competing for one guy. Fuck one no. Girl's toxic and I'd be so insecure. Would you? Yes. Oh my God. They, do you watch these shows? The you, girls are so bitchy. Yeah, but I'll probably dish it back. But not only no, sorry to interrupt, but not only would I be insecure, I'd be so scared of the producers making me out to be a fucking asshole. They would produce you as a bitch. Hundred yeah. percent. And then I like they'd be like, I've seen it on one of the other shows. There was this girl and she was like a designer, business owner, and they made her out to be like she thought if she was top shit all the time. Mm. And I feel like I'd be betrayed like that. Right. Yeah. I actually and you've got no yeah. control. One of my actually um F.A., one of his friends in Sydney is a video, like... Cameraman. Cameraman. No, he's not a cameraman. He's a videographer, like editor. Cinematographer. No. He's just like a videographer, but he started out on one of the Bachelor shows. Oh. And he was in the back of the scenes, like, helping and stuff. And he said, because um, my boyfriend's been asked to be on one of those, and they were talking about it one day, and um, he actually said that no chance would you ever go on one of those shows. They make you out to be the bit like it's so produced, it's like toxic, it's everything. He, he was like so against it. Wow. Also, if you're interested like about these shows, have you watched Unreal? No. Yeah, so that's like about how they produce it and stuff in America. Oh, I um, I did say to him, oh, maybe you should speak to one of my friends that's been on one of those shows. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't do it. But anyway, do you get paid? I think you can pay yeah, like $500 like a day or something. Yeah, something really small. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, and then also on maths, Jake Edwards, he's dating that Sophie. Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn, who yeah. is like a massive fitness influencer. Yeah. So that's another thing in the news. Yeah. Even though we already kind of knew that because they're, he they're was doing papped everywhere. They're and stuff. doing a you. They're doing the interstate yeah, relationship. Yeah, they are. Mm. Not easy. Isn't it? Nah, yeah, it's hard. But anyway. But, yeah, that's the only other things going on that I know. I've got a real boring life at the moment. Yeah, so do I. I'm trying to, like, I literally was trying to think of things before to talk about and I don't really have much else. All I do is sleep, eat, work out, work. Set Browse is open. Um, our website's launching in, like, two weeks. Yeah, so I, can't, I can't yeah. wait for that to happen for you. Um, so we'll keep everyone posted. I'm just doing the branding and, like, finishing it all off and not going to lie, like, I'm fucking proud of myself. It looks fucking chic um, for what the product is. Like, it looks very, like... 
elevated. That's very good. So I'm proud. It'll be fun. And, yeah, it's about it. (laughs) That's cool. Do we dive into the mum topic? Yeah, so at Tally Lou, obviously, you guys listen. You know that we own an activewear brand and every year we come up with – certain marketing campaigns and time and obviously Mother's Day is coming up so what a better way to celebrate mothers um, and do a Mother's Day campaign. But also this is just my opinion the older I get watching my friends become mums watching my mum grow older I'm just like wow mums are actually amazing. Yeah like super women. Yeah. Yeah really is. I don't know about you but I find that when I'm like now that I'm watching my mum grow older, me get older and exactly like I see my sister being a mum and stuff like that, I, and I say this all the time, I really wish I spent more time with my mum. Now? Now and when I was younger. Really? Yeah. Because I think about it a lot. Like I've had a lot of friends lately where their dads have, um, dads and mums have become ill or something's happened. Mm. And that scares the shit out of me. Like I've spoke about this on the podcast before, my biggest fear is my parents passing away. And I think about it and I'm like, fuck, you know, those weekends where I didn't have anything on, maybe I should have spent time down the farm or like just stupid things. And I say this all the time and then I don't action it. But that's one thing that I've noticed um, over the last like maybe six months. That scares me. Yeah, but it's like scares me a little bit. Yeah. See, both I think they're invincible. Well, both my parents talk about death quite openly. Yeah, and I'm really I don't talk about it. Yeah, we're re- like, I'm really at peace with my relationship with both of them. Oh, I'm not saying my relationship like nothing wrong, but like your mum lives in Queensland. Don't you wish you had to spend more time with? Like, nah, you don't. Nah, I'll say I. But there'll be one day when you can't. But it is what it is. Oh no, nah. I the thought like, of like we we speak really. <laughs> Mum told me the other day, she's like, so how is your Mario Kart? How's your baby daddy? Oh, Mario Kart. <laughs> and I was like, mum, mum, you should have heard the advice she dished out to me. I was like, I don't think you should, you're my mum. You shouldn't be saying this. Oh, God, I don't even want to know what it is. <laughs> yeah, so we're doing a campaign and we wanted to just talk about some things that we've learned from our mothers, some things we wish we had have learned, mm-hmm. some things we want to take into our lives when we have children funny stories and, yeah, just a little bit of a chit-chat about mums and how amazing they are. But And also saying this, because you don't have this scenario but I do, it's also really nice to have that relationship with someone who's not your biological mum. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, so it can, it can just be someone who's a mother figure mm. or, or stepmom or someone, someone Grandma. who raised you, guided you, cared for you, doesn't have to speak specifically be yeah it's so funny lately there's been a lot of people in my life where their grandmas have raised them really yeah I was thinking about that the other day um yeah hmm which is amazing so let's dive into the first question I want to know from you Sarah yes one valuable valuable life lesson you have learned from your mum Barb don't take everything so personally okay that's yeah. a good one yeah yeah so even this week, numerous times while I've been on the phone with mum, they're like, she has said, why do you let them get to you? Mm-hmm. Like, don't let it get to you. And I was like, you're right. She's like, you have to look after yourself. And the same, I think I've said this to you so much lately, this saying it. it's like, not my monkey, not my circus. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of 
I've really, the older I get, the more I take that on board of what it actually means. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. What about you? What's Liz taught you? Yeah, so I think my mum has, obviously my mum's taught me to be um, like a kind, I think, well, I think my mum's taught me to be a kind person. Like I definitely have. We both have very good manners. Kudos to our parents. Yeah, like I'm very like you know, maybe, I don't know, kind, I I suppose, I think that. But my mum's also said something very similar to me as well is, um, and especially when I was a teenager and when I was really sick, my mum used to always say, like, don't compare yourself with others. And Mm. that's very funny because I think about it now and it's something that a lot of us deal with on a daily basis, especially with, like, social media, um, all that kind of things. Like, I even catch myself sometimes doing it, like, comparing myself. But when I was younger, obviously, I dealt with an eating disorder and I used to compare my body shape with a lot of other people and wish I looked a certain way or wish – I never wished I wanted things. Like, I was pretty lucky growing up. Like, my family (laughs) – sounds ridiculous, but my family gave me kind of whatever I wanted or I had to work for it. Um, So I always had things that I wanted, but – I'm talking more about like body shape and stuff like that. And that comes down to my mental illness of having an eating disorder. I always wished I had like the skinny long legs and like all this stuff. And my mum used to always say when I was sick, like don't compare yourself with others. That's their life. That's their journey. This is your life and your journey. You have to ride what you've been given and don't compare yourself So I think that's one. And, like, she just taught me to be a kind person. Like, we, exactly what you said, always, you know, help people. (laughs) There's a funny thing, like, always help people, but also, like, make sure you feel like you're in cup. But always helping people and just be kind and giving. Do you know one thing with mums that I probably wished I'd learnt earlier? Mm. Like, being a teenager, being a, like, 20-year-old brat, thought I knew everything, thought I was the wisest person on earth Mm. I'm understanding now the wisdom that comes with the years of living Mm. and even my mum says that now with my nana who's 90 94 she's like listen to her she's lived on this earth a lot she's seen a lot and I'm like and learned exactly yeah and so I'm actually I learn a lot from my mum and I'm using her a lot more to guide me on I would say yeah that's good. I'm using their experience and yeah. to see life through their lens a little bit more. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I want to know one thing Wish you wish your mother did during your childhood. It could be anything, anything. Well, you know, Barb. Yes. Your, your experience of being like with your mum and my mum is very different. You're the first child. True. I'm the fourth. And my, I would say my mum always growing up was more of a friend rather mm-hmm. than a mum mm-hmm. to, to all us kids. Mm-hmm. And in that regard, we were never disciplined yeah. at all. Like never, ever. Like never smacked. Never. Fuck never. off. Never. I and, used to hide, sorry, I, my, I used to get smacked by my mum with the wooden spoon and I used to draw faces on the wooden spoon and hide it. She would threaten things but I'd be like, I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, my God. But there was this one time that she thought she would try and discipline me. I would say I'm like maybe 11. Yeah. And she was chasing me around the house and she got a wooden spoon and she whacked me and I turned back at her like out of disbelief. And then we just both started laughing. Really? Yeah, that was my discipline. 
Man, I my mom was like, yeah, I'm the eldest. Yeah. So, um, my parents weren't. My mom wasn't strict. Like, mm. I mean, we had rules, but she wasn't like, can't do this, can't do that. I was a pretty good kid though. It wasn't, wasn't like I was naughty. I was, I was good. Like, I, I. Look, I, mum and I had a very open relationship. I remember the first time I tried marijuana when I was mm. 13. I came home and I told her. Like, no, I wouldn't tell my mum that yeah, I did that. Like, was, I still didn't tell my mum that I drank. Oh, no, I did sometimes because they were the ones that would buy me the bloody lemon ruskies or the cruises, but then I would organise another friend to buy me another four. <laughs> but So they knew I was drinking, but... See, my mum. Wouldn't you rather you be straight up? Yeah, 100%. So, so like say with when you have kids in the future, wouldn't you rather the hundred percent? Yeah, but yes, and I was straight up with a lot of things, but then there was a lot of things I didn't tell my mum. So like, we all had this little group that would go under the bridge and kite and smoke cigarettes and like do stupid shit. I never told my mum that. Mm. I did tell her I was going to parties. Can I please have like two or three cruises? only because I knew that if I told them, they would buy them for me, but they wouldn't know that I went behind their back and got my sister, um, got my best friend's brother to buy to another buy more. four. But they knew. Um, but, like, my mum, yeah, I suppose she was. Like, I mean, like I said, I did get smacked from the wooden spoon. I, I wasn't a naughty kid, though. You like, were naughty? No, I wasn't. I wasn't naughty. I was a, like I was good, but I did I did a few occasions like I did naughty shit. Yeah. Like I remember one time my mum bought those like my mum's very up to date with skincare, up to date with fashion, everything like that. And she bought this like it wasn't Lemur, but it was like this skincare that was really expensive. I remember, and they were like little pods, and you would squeeze them, and they would squirt like moisturizer. You'd know them, like they're little pod things. And I remember one day, my I went into the bathroom. I had no idea how expensive this stuff was, and I was popping all the pods <gasps> like in the thing. And my mum came into the bathroom and saw what I was doing, and mum went off her head, like was so angry at me because I think that it would have. I think like back. Uh, but to, to be fair, you didn't know. I didn't know, but it was fun and I did it. And, like, she was – that's the most angry she's ever been to me. And I remember I was petrified. Like, I've never seen that angry. I was petrified. I ran out the house. It was a Saturday. Ran out the house, ran into um, – I took the car keys. I ran into one of mum and dad's cars and I sat in the car and locked the door. Get out. Yeah. And she was banging on the window trying to get me. Like, she was so mad. What's one thing you wish your mum? Yeah, okay. So when I was younger, I've got a lot of friends, families that are very affectionate and, you know, all that kind of stuff. My family were never affectionate growing up. My mum would never, like, of course my mum loves us, but my mum never said I love you until probably when I was in my early 20s. When I started saying it to her, I would be like, on the phone, but hey, I love you, bye. And then she would start saying it, but Mm. we never really heard it when we were younger and I wish that maybe they said that more often or may, like they don't need to hug us or whatever, but like I wish I heard that a little bit more often. Yeah. I would have probably felt like more safe and secure. I don't know. Um, that's what I wish she had have done and I've tried and drill that into my sister who's now got twins and I say, you know, make sure you tell them that like you love them and like say that they're amazing, like kind of like affirmations to yeah. them, like make sure that they know um, that – they can do anything, they're amazing and all that kind of stuff. I wish my mum had it implemented that. I think um, – can I take a little bit of credit for that? I think 
my me being so affectionate with my family. But I'm not affectionate. No, with- but after every conversation, we always say I love you. Yeah, I think I started doing it before I met you though, because I was like early twenties. Really? Like I was at yoga training. Yeah. yeah. It was I'd never heard. I'd you. never heard you say it before. Yeah. No, nah, it was before I met you because I remember when I went to yoga training in 2011, mm. Bikram. Um. I had all these like weird like um, what are they called river revelations revelations when I was there, and I just because I was there for a long time and yeah. we were in like a bubble like I was there for nine weeks living in a hotel room like just doing yoga. That's quarantine on steroids. Yeah, but it was so much fun. <laughs> like it was so fun to be out of the whole world and like in this like bubble because it was like all I did. Um, and I had it there because I was away for so long. Like I'd never been away from my parents for that long. Yeah, and I was in another country and like you know doing freaking Bikram yoga like twice a day and some classes were like three hours long where they're supposed to be 90 and some were like three hours long was hell um I started doing it there Mm. Mm. yep um I want you to tell me one funny story about your mum one this is the one I told um at her 60th Mm -hmm. actually no, I'll give you two. Actually, can I give you two? Yeah. So for mum's 60th, I was living over in Europe and I'd just been over to Turkey to see my dad mm-hmm. and my stepmom and I was flying to Amsterdam to meet my mum. Mm-hmm. And so I flew over, met her. She came to the hotel. She didn't – they would lost her luggage. And I was like – Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, but she took it like an absolute boss. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, you're taking this so well. And she's like, well, what do you do? So we went shopping and then I knew where the red light district and that was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. So I took her out to dinner and then went to the red light district and bought some cake. Mm-hmm. I bought. Did she know what it was? Pretty sure she didn't. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought space cake and. My Lord, I've never laughed so hard at my mum that whole night. She was just walking up to ladies in windows, (laughs) staring at them, smiling. And then, oh, she was so happy. She was so happy. But then also on that trip, the polar opposite, I'd organised the whole trip and we were in Greece and I said I had a bit of a bit of beef with mum and I was like you haven't organized one thing this whole bloody trip I just want to do this one thing like can you're like me you're an organizer oh yeah yeah. and so I was like I just this is the one thing I want to do in Mm -hmm. Greece can you organize it it was to go on like a whole day cruise around all these different islands Mm -hmm. and she's like of course of course I was like thank god like she's actually doing something Mm -hmm. for once so I rock up to the boat cruise it set sail it's like an eight or ten hour like day cruise thing and I thought like, do you know when they start talking in different languages mm. and they're like, okay, then en- English, English yeah. and then it might go like Chinese or something. And I was like, this is not English when the English coming. And then I was like, mum, I can't understand anything that's happening. And then we asked someone they're like, you're on a Polish boat cruise. Oh, my God. And I just like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is the one thing I wanted to do on this mm. trip. Oh, I was just like, to see like amazing stuff. Oh yeah, but can't tell you where I was or that's anything okay. about. Maybe that's like more of an experience. Yeah, great. <laughs> Maybe. Thanks for that one, Bob. <laughs> no, it plays for a very good story, but no, it's also it's always fun um, doing things with mum. It's all it's always an experience. Let's say that yeah. far out. Well, I think I feel like experiences are the best memories, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mine's kind of not similar, but kind of similar. It's a you gave your mum marijuana? No, no, no. Oh, my God, I'd die <laughs> if I gave my marijuana. I would actually, like, wet my pants. Um, no, 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 no. I, it's a travel one. So growing up, we used to have this timeshare place in Thailand and would go to Phuket, like, three times a year. Anyway, it was so much fun. Like, I'd go so often that I, like, made Thai friends there. Like, every time I'd go there, like, they'd take us out, like – to the Aussie bar and then to like seduction nightclub, like bang, bang, Bangla road and have so much fun. And I remember, and then my family started becoming quite good friends with them. Like mom loved them anyway. And I remember one night they were like, Oh, we're going out to whatever meet us and my sister and I, yeah, hundred percent. And they're like, you bring your mom. And I was like, no way. Mom's not coming. Mom's like, no, nah, I'd love to come. I'm like, no, no, we're going to like a nightclub, like seduction. She'd come to the Aussie bar and play pool and stuff with the boys, but never to the actual nightclub. And they're like, no, 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 get your mom to come. I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. Anyway, so we met the boys at Aussie bar. We all started drinking. Mom started drinking. Dad was there, but then dad left. And mom was getting a little bit drunk. And I was like, oh, fuck. Anyway, we ended up at seduction. I swear to God, halfway through um, when we're at seduction, I turn around and my mom is dancing on the fucking podium. Shut up. No shit. Dropping it or what? No, nah, I'm not dropping it. But, like, I've got photos. I should find them um, just on the podium. Put that up dancing. for Happy Mother's Day <laughs> yeah, list. Oh, my God, you imagine <laughs> she'll die. On the podium, like, just loving life. And all the Thai boys thought it was fucking hilarious. It was so much fun. And and then she obviously had enough. And still to this day, I have no idea how she got back to the hotel. Get out. I feel really bad. I We let her go. Because Bangalore Road's pretty – I mean, it's not dangerous. I mean – How far was your accommodation? Like a 15-minute walk. Yeah. Like And, like, those streets can be yeah. quiet. Can be, I mean, they're not quiet but, like, busy. Um, and, yeah, I met, we just let her go. I don't know how she got home. I don't know. I think she got into a tuk-tuk by herself. I'm not sure. <laughs> Um, and go back to the hotel and then my sister and I partied for the rest of the night, didn't make it home and didn't make it back to the hotel until like 2 p.m. the next day. But that was so funny and I've not seen my mum on a podium since. <laughs> crazy. Bless her. Yeah, crazy. Um, what was the next question? How do you want to be as a mum? Do you know what? Sometimes I've said, oh, there's going to be so many things I do different as a mum than to what my mum was like to me. Yeah. But in saying that, my mum, how my mum is now, like I think she, I, if I replicated her being a mum, I would be pretty happy with it. Mm-hmm. I want to give my kids freedom but I also want them to have boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me having kids would I want to create little humans that like are a mold of me that are just the kindest little kids going around, mm-hmm. respectful, mm-hmm. but have like know their own worth. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um I I'm very similar. I want all those things. I also kind of, I'm very like controlling and anal and like uptight. I really hope that I'm a bit more chill when it comes to being a mum. Will you let your kids have McDonald's? At parties they can, but not like on a random Friday night. Only because, and I'm not being strict or anything, only it's just I don't believe, like I don't think they should be putting that into their bodies every week. That's if it's fair. a party or something, 100%. But I'm more about making alternatives. Like mm. it's not banned. Like, mm. But growing up, like, we never had McDonald's every week. One, we lived in the country. There was no McDonald's unless you went to like Melbourne or Bendigo. 
um, we would have it definitely, but um, it was more of a treat. Mm. So I would kind of make that out to be as a, not a reward, but it's just like a sometimes food. Um, but no, I just, I hope that I'm very chilled. I want to just show them, I want to teach them how to be super kind, exactly kind, open, but also, um, kind of what you said, know your boundaries. Like, and especially this day and age, I've been listening to a lot of things lately about people talking about children and understanding and owning, I don't know how they use it in words, but understanding and owning their body. Like as if, if someone like, I don't know how to say this. Explain it to me. Give it to me. Okay. So for a child, um, let's just talk about like sexual assault. Mm -hmm. I want to teach my kids like the difference between someone, you allowing someone to touch you and having someone touch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to make them very street smart. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because I feel like I look back at my, nothing ever happened to me, but I look back at my life and I don't know how street smart I was because I grew up in the country. I wasn't like shit didn't, but stuff's changing now. Yeah. And it's more, I don't know. I just really want to teach my kids to be street smart because I don't think I had that when I was younger. I had to teach myself. Really? Well, because living in the country, you're not, you're not, it's, uh, drugs are not accessible. The only thing was like alcohol, mm. maybe marijuana every now and then, maybe cigarettes, but stuff like social media all this stuff it's so in your face now and I just want to make sure and especially my nieces like I want to make sure they're so street smart and they know the difference between someone yeah you know what I mean like and I've been listening to a lot of things on the news and stuff lately and it's like and one of my girlfriends has got a little boy shout out Monica and she said something to me that made me um kind of recognize this she said that um she when she's taking henry's pants off or whatever she's like now henry my i just take your pants off Mm. like and and he's like yes that's okay so asking him if it's okay so then he knows the difference between if it's okay and if it's not okay or she'll be like henry um is it okay if i take this off and i don't know if that's the way you should mother but i really resonated with that and i feel like that would make me feel less stressed yeah right um so i really want to teach my kids to be street smart and yeah just kind and have an open heart i feel like yeah i feel like that's what it would be like do you know the beautiful thing about motherhood that i see is like it's such a you sacrifice so much Mm. you sat you actually sacrifice your life and putting you first to put your kids before you mm-hmm. and that's when I've known I haven't been ready to have kids because I'm like oh god like I still want to be able to do what mm-hmm. I want when I want mm-hmm. and just seeing friends and family what they do but this is probably also a message for the mums out there who are mums it's like don't forget to look after yourselves yeah, 100% and you do see that obviously having said we have a lot of friends that have kids and they can kind of lose themselves a yeah. little bit and I get that. Just do things that fill up your cup even if it's a lot of our friends just work out with us so that because that makes them feel good or yeah, have a like coffee. Yeah, one hour. Like yeah. my sister today is going to get her eyelashes done for one hour and she's mm. like, feel bad. I'm like, no, no, that's what you do. You want to do that to make you feel yeah. better. It's fine. Um, I think, yeah, that's one thing I've noticed with a lot of our friends. They tend to lose their identity. Mm. which I think is a common thing in mums. You I can't really comment because I'm not a mum, but. It, 
from observation, it take it really does take a community to rate help raise yeah, like true. a child mm-hmm. because the mum needs support, the kid needs support. Mm-hmm. So I think the more hands, the better. Yeah, agree. Yeah. And can I also just add this, from doing the Mother's Day campaign and seeing all the mums' answers, we asked them um, what they love being about, um, what they love about being a Mm mum and every response included something along the lines of the feeling of unconditional love. Mm. That's what having a kid has taught them. Yeah. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. 100%. And then the rest of the answers you'll get to see this week because we'll do a little drip campaign of yeah, all the mums. So make yeah. sure you follow Tally Lou uh, Instagram page. There's but, such a good feeling around Mother's Day and mums. Yeah, sometimes, but I'm like, what the hell am I going to buy mum? My mum is so hard to buy for. Doesn't like massages, doesn't like things that would be so I know easy. what Liz would like, like the newest Chanel sneakers or something. I'm not buying a Chanel sneakers. <laughs> No way. Shout out to Barb who's flying down for Mother's Day. I'll pick you up from the airport. That's your present. Sweet. We're doing Mother's Day lunch with my sister, obviously, because she's now a mum. Oh, her first one. Cute. Yeah. So the girls, mum, Warren, her boyfriend, mum, dad. So I need to – that's what I need to book somewhere in Melbourne that, one, we can fit a double pram in the doorway and, two, where we can fit. So I'm thinking maybe St Ali. I don't know where's big enough. Yeah, right. St Ali's got a lot of space. Yeah. Dundas is too small. Um, So got to find – I'm in charge. Again, I'm the organiser. I'm not even the mum, but I'm organising a Mother's Day lunch. How ridiculous. Um, So I've got to find a location that's big enough to fit a double pram. Do you know what? Kudos to mums with twins or – more than twins, what are they called, triplets, whatever. Oh, my God, my friend announced he's having triplets this week. No. And I was like, oh. Triplets, I would And my, my first cousin, shout out Leah, she probably doesn't listen, but she's got triplets too. Triplets would be – seeing my sister with twins, like super – like three. Yeah. How? Like actually how? Two's hard enough. But, no, I just want to say shout out to any mum that's listening that has twins or triplets or whatever – it's shit's hard. Do you know how many places you can't get through the doorway because the double door- pram? Yes. I mean, if you get the one that double deck Stack, is, yeah. I think now if my sister had gone back, she probably would have got one of those. But doorways are so inconvenient. Really? Like I, I went to Japanese the other night with Rosa and we we're sitting there, we we're talking about my sister. And then she turned around and she goes, your sister wouldn't even be able to get through the door in here. And I was Shut like, up. oh my God, no way. Because most doors are like, Narrow. it's hard. Yeah. I'm I didn't like, think of that. No, it's really, really hard. So even when my sister goes like, shopping and stuff or does things like and if she's by herself imagine how stressful you've got mm. kids crying can't get through the doorway you're trying to maneuver like I'll that's just what I mean mums are super super women yeah even the whole sleep thing like far out Bless yeah them. but like I feel like the sleep thing okay it'd be so hard and again I'm not a mum I can't really comment but I feel like it's just it's only a few months mate only a few months no but like My the mom- hard hard stages if you've got good kids like what's the saying Barb says um something like something about the worries but like it's little worries when they're little and then bigger worries when they're bigger yeah like but you- like for my sister they're now three months. Like the hardest stage for them is done. Like every two hours when you have to feed or whatever, that's fucked. Imagine when they're teething. Oh, no, nah, I'd take teething over the every two hours. 
teething. They'll they be screaming. They did not sleep one wink. They'll be screaming the house down when they're teething. Nah, I'd take that. I I'd take know. that 100%. Is it crying's just stressful? It's like, why are you crying? Are you crying because your bum's wet? Are you crying because you've done a shit? Are you crying because you need to be burped? Are you crying because, like, that's stressful? It's like the three check thing. But then, like, they might smile at you and then you forget all about it. Halfway through a cry. Yeah. You're like, like, why are you smiling? What's the matter with you? Bless. Anything else you want to say about mums or? Not really. I just, like, I'm. No, not really. Do you want to? Do a little dedication to Liz. She doesn't listen. She might. My mum never. No. This is a Mother's Day special about our mums as if she's not going to listen. She won't. I don't even know if she knows how to listen to a podcast. Rod will show her how. My dad doesn't know. Yes, he does. He told me. No, because I showed him how to do it. Yeah, so now he knows. Uh, He would not remember. Mum, love you, Peggs. That's all I have to say. She won't listen. <laughs> my mum listens. My stepmum listens. My dad yeah. listens. No. Half of bloody probably the Italian family <laughs> no, listens. my mum doesn't listen. She wouldn't even know. Like I said, she wouldn't even know how. I'll say happy Mother's Day, Liz. <laughs> Thank you for giving birth to my best friend, <laughs> even though she gives me the shit sometimes, but you've created a beautiful human. Yeah, what you said to Barb as well. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Take no, that. Literally. Uh. Yeah. No, and to Barb, um, like I tell you, it took you four goes to get to perfection. <laughs> and I love you very much. And thank you for being my mum and also saving me an absolute mozza and free therapy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Wait, you're only saying this because you know she listens. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm but she actually she, does. Yeah, like, I know. But I'm not saying she because I know my mum doesn't listen. I think I was um, maybe here the other day and I had maybe an hour counselling session. Oh, yeah. I did hear that <laughs> I was she like, was on speaker. Tick, thank you for like, my, my mental health care check. Yeah, but it was funny because you were calling her for your mum to be on your side but she was actually <laughs> not even on your side. She was like... Oh, so funny. Oh. Very funny. I hope I get a Medicare, Medibank yeah, rebate for that shit. Literally. Yeah. Money back. Yeah. All um, right. To all the mums, we love you. Thank you for being super women. Absolute, and creating, absolute super yeah, women. Literally. And creating. Because labor scares the shit out of me. Oh my God. That's, oh my God. Can we just go back? I am so obsessed watching labor vlogs. I watched Sky Wheatley's. That's another thing I watch. I watched Sky Wheatley's labor vlog last night. I find it so emotional and beautiful. Like I literally could just watch them on YouTube every day. Do you day. actually see the baby coming out? Some vlogs, not hers, but like, some vlogs you can. Going to get visual. You see the stretched. No, 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 but some like depends whose vlog and really? how open they are, but not this one you didn't. But Second just question. the whole process. Who's Sky Wheatley? Oh, my God. Are you actually joking? Sky Wheatley, the girl the girl that was on Big Brother years and years ago and now she's an Instagrammer. No. Are you serious? Yeah. You do know I'm showing you it. She's blonde from Gold Coast. What season of Big Brother? Like back in the day, like. 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 Like Sarah Marie? Yeah, but I don't think that season. I'm going to show you. Sky. You know who Sky Wheatley is. People don't want to hear me asking who influencers are. Sky Wheatley. No idea. Are you kidding? No. Anyway, it was a very good vlog and I thrive on watching that shit because I find it so fascinating. It's so beautiful. That's – are they in a lot of pain though? I don't know. Really? Yeah. Oh, she takes morphine. 
Would you have drugs? What are you looking at? Oh, I'm, I was looking at, like, I just turned Wi-Fi on. I didn't mean to because I wanted to show you Sky Wheatley and then I just had messages. I got distracted. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Well, happy Mother's Day. Tully, when you're a mum, we'll be calling your baby. No. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> Can't tell you how many times it's you've hot. changed your baby name because no. One, no one person has no, named that it. Was, no, but this one's, like, legit in cement because it could be a boy or a girl. Really? Yep. It'd be mm. cuter for a boy, but anyway. No, cuter for a girl. Same, same. Same, same. Yeah. Anyway, we hope you like this episode. Sorry we talked a lot of shit. We, mm-hmm. not our fault that we didn't get someone else to <laughs> the episode this week. I don't know why. Mums are just scared to talk. But it's fine. Yep. Anyway, don't forget to like, subscribe, and pass on to all your friends. And follow us at Tally Lou to see our latest Mother's Day campaign. Yay. Peace. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.